Hello, and welcome back to the Science Line podcast. I'm Allison Partial, your host and the multimedia editor here at ScienceLine.org. As always, you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Today, we're talking about connection, but a very specific type of human connection, one that so many of us know and have felt, but that's often very difficult to describe. It's like when you're doing something or making something with a group of other people and you're just in sync without really trying or thinking about it. We've been missing out on stuff like that a lot lately, which made our reporter Emily Harris curious to understand why and how this synchrony happens. So without further ado, over to you, Emily. It's still dark out as I walk to Central Park on a Thursday morning to meet up with the Central Park Running Club. We always meet at 6.30 at the boathouse. That's 6.30 a.m. You might be asking, what's so enticing about exercising together that it drags people out of bed in the wee hours of the morning and pushes them to show up even when the thermostat drops? That's exactly what I came here to find out. My name's Mike Black, and I had only run with the group once, and it was probably about eight years ago. But then uh, a few months ago, I was looking to just meet new people in the area, and I started looking at running groups and came across this group, and it just had a whole different kind of vibe that I really enjoyed. Mike told me about a workout the team had done earlier that week. We did this morning a loop of the reservoir and then a loop of the bridle path, and it was supposed to be like a marathon tune-up, so a little faster than your marathon pace. And I think we were going a lot faster than our marathon paces, and it felt like we were all kind of pushing each other, and we were all really in sync. There was a certain rhythm to it. The rewarding feeling Mike and his teammates had of being in a rhythm together has a name, Team Flow. I'm Mohamed Shahada. Dr. Shahada is a neuroscientist from Toyohashi University in Japan who is a visiting professor right now at Caltech. He's among the first to study the neuroscience behind team flow. It's very hard to do this in a lab. First, he had to find an activity that put people in a team flow state. To do that, he turned to the gaming industry. Dr. Shahada had a PhD student at the time who liked playing Guitar Hero on her phone. The first time he saw her playing it, he said, Wow, what is this? This looks like a Guitar Hero but a very simplified way. Dr. Shahada and his group ended up using a phone version of something like Guitar Hero to get their study participants into a team flow state. Pairs of participants sat and tapped two different patterns together on an iPad, like you'd do if you were playing Guitar Hero with your friend. They had to keep their heads very still while they were playing though, because Dr. Shahada had placed sticky sensors on their heads and was recording their patterns of brain activity as they played. So what did they find? People already know that teams versus solos have enhanced synchrony. But here, if you have team flow, you have even further enhanced synchrony. And what's neural synchrony? If we're walking together in a street uh, next to each other and then our footsteps start to kind of like match each other in walking, it's kind of like the same concept in, in the neurons, when the neurons start to also match the firing pattern. Some researchers think that neural synchrony might be part of what underlies our more subjective feelings of closeness with others. So why does Dr. Shahada think they saw this increase in neural synchrony? You can be motivated by reward. I just give you some reward and uh, based on the money or incentives that I give you, you become more motivated. But there is another thing that's called intrinsic motivation. I give you nothing, but still you're very motivated because you like the outcome. 
Intrinsic motivation came up too when I was talking with Allison Phillips, a health psychologist at Iowa State University who studies how to promote and maintain health behaviors, like exercise. An open question is, can we pay people, for example, to exercise? And is that enough of a reward that it will become a habit? And my answer to you, based on my research, is that's not good enough. (laughs) It should be an intrinsic reward. I asked her whether she thought group exercise might fit the intrinsically rewarding bill. So intrinsic motivation is motivation to engage in a behavior because you want to, because it's inherently enjoyable. Working out in a group, when you identify with that group, so you feel a sense of cohesion, you satisfy a psychological need of relatedness, that is inherently rewarding. If you're wondering how to set your team up to be in a position for the perhaps intrinsically rewarding team flow, Dr. Shahada says there are five big defining characteristics. The first thing is the common purpose. The other four are complementary skills, clear performance goals, strong commitment, and mutual accountability. When you have all those things, it's a pretty good bet that you'll be able to slip into the state of team flow. So does Central Park Running Club check off these five boxes for team flow? I asked Allison Lindweedman, one of the coaches for the Central Park Running Club and a physical therapist in New York City, why she thinks people are drawn to exercising together. Well, number one, it's motivation, right? It gets you out of bed. It gets you going in the morning, the accountability of seeing everyone. Accountability, check. Next up, common purpose. The socialization, like humans are social creatures or pack creatures, so finding people that have something in common with you. Common purpose, check. Third on Dr. Shahada's list, clear performance goals. There are people who have very specific goals. A lot of people in our group are training for the New York City Marathon. Performance goals, check. Next, strong commitment. That was Dave, another of the Central Park Running Club coaches, talking to 25 runners before they set off on their morning run around the park. He was telling them to give themselves a round of applause for waking up early to make it to the morning practice at 6.30. Strong commitment, 6.30 a.m., check. Last team flow box to check, complimentary skills. Back to Mike. People show up for specific workouts too. Some people, you see them a lot at long runs. Some people, you always see them at speed workouts. And then there's the fun run is the Thursday run, which is the original. Those tend to be the biggest turnout. And some people just come for those. Some people who are really good at distance, others who excel at the fast stuff, and some people who prioritize the enjoyment of being active. Seems like complementary skills to me. Check. At the height of COVID, when lots of people were spending more time alone than they had before, we didn't have as many opportunities to experience team flow, in work or in play. When restrictions on gathering outside lifted, it seemed like lots of people left at the chance to exercise outside together. Gyms set up outdoor Zumba sessions, yogis laid their mats out on grass rather than hard studio floors, people jumped around in the park together doing high-intensity cardio. While it's not entirely surprising that we craved togetherness after so much time apart, we don't just like exercising together because it's social. There's something special that happens in our minds when we exercise on teams. For Science Line, I'm Emily Harris. This episode made you want to start a running club at 6.30 a.m. with a group of like-minded individuals, 
go for it. Send it to your friends. See if you can con them into doing the same. I'll probably be over here playing Guitar Hero again for the first time since 2010. Thanks for listening, and be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help others find the show. It really helps. Science Line is a production of NYU's Science, Health, and Environmental Reporting Program. Our theme music is by Jazzar at the Free Music Archive. And for more information, please visit us at scienceline.org or send us an email at scienceline at gmail.com. See you next time.